0: Here we go. V'yetminehu b'chol, that he buried, uh, that Moshe um, Rabbeinu, after we've discussed extensively how it is that he killed the Mitzri, he buried him in the sand. Pir shenim The Jewish people are compared to sand. V'ze ki lo yishma kasher notlo, you do not hear the sand when one picks it up. Mikan when you pick it up from here and put it down over there, meaning sand um, falls very quietly. a because of its fineness, because of its fine nature. Thedakus who mute Hagashmi. And that is a diminution of Gashmias. Now, obviously, a person might be thinking, "Well, what do you mean? Well, one grain of sand is a little bit of Gashmias, but a million grains of sand is, you know, more than, you know, more than a box of matches or whatever it may be, right?" So it's beautiful. Uh, if I give the, if I give more and more of it, so then, then I do have uh, a lot of gashmirs. So we're gonna explain what he means well, let's just first get a little bit more in the, in the text hageshem the definition of physicality who it is the expansion of the dimensions therefore you don't know when the sand you don't hear it doesn't make the noise when you take the sand over anything that is fine, kemoha offer, low nishma cloud. Anything that's fine like that, so you don't hear it at all. Okay, so let's just discuss this concept for a minute. So first of all, um, I think we mentioned last time the difference between Behemoth dakus and behemoth gasus. Right? Jewish people are usually compared to Bahamas Dakas, like uh, Say Yaakov, the Sheep of Yaakov, right? Whereas uh, the Goim are usually compared to Bahamas gassos, if they're compared to Bahamas. Uh, obviously, every analogy has to be taken within the correct context, right? Um, why? Because just like an animal, a Bahamas Daka has all the same surah really that a behemoth gasa has right, the only difference is that one is ten times heavier than the other right so the smaller you get and maintaining the tsura to the point of eventually you could imagine if you could imagine something as not having any size but it has the tsura, that would be absolute concept, meaning if I if I depict to you something uh you know the concept of an animal, right? So then there is no physicality whatsoever to this concept, and yet there is to it definition, there is to it surah, there is to it form. Yeah. So that would be totally abstract. Um, the 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 opposite is when I have something that's so. <laughs> So physically big, so the, the dimension is so large, and it has still has the same sura So, the sura to a certain extent is lost to the homer. This is, this is all. as an analogy. I don't think this, this is not what the moral means, but as an analogy, the surface to Volume ratio. Right? So if you look at an ant, so an ant has, you know, um, the ratio would be probably more surface area than volume. Right? This is, uh, what's it called? Galileo's cube law. Familiar with it? I don't think so. It's a very interesting concept. Um, I don't remember if I, I I might have mentioned it in the Torah and Science shir last Han- past Hanukkah the Hanukkah before. Um Galileo Galilei, the famous the scientist. So he said that basically as an as a uh, as an animal grows in dimensions, right? You take the same thing but but just make it ten times bigger. Right? So the the surface area of the animal will increase in a what kind of a fashion like linear linear well, it'll be yeah, let's do it like this instead of animals, let's talk about a circle. if I draw if I draw a circle, I draw a little circle and I draw a big circle, right? So let's say I, I told you, that I increased the circumference. it went from being one. oh here we go. We have we have squares over here. Let's use these squares over here, okay So this is what each one of these squares is a 1, okay? one by one. So if I have a square that's one by one, then the area inside is what? one. 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 So the circumference of this square is what? 4, one, two, three, four. And the area inside is one. Okay, now let's look at this square. It's comprised of three of those squares, right? So here we go. So what's the circumference of the square? Twelve. Three, twelve. Good. And now was the area? So we had we had. Let us just mark it down. The first one was a circumference of four to an area of one. That was just one. It was one square. Now we've gone to a bigger square, which is three by three. So now the circumference is going to be 12 and the area inside is going to be 9 Okay, good now let's go to this big square over here right we're keeping everything the same not changing anything right here we go so now we have 9 by 9 right so circumference is going to be what 36 and the area is going to be what and you want to look at what happened we went from this, from a ratio of 4 to 1, where the circumference was four times as big as the area, to a ratio of 36 over 81, where now it's half. The circumference is half of the area. Okay. Right? So the reason is because the area inside is moving in um, a squared fashion, and the circumference is moving in a linear fashion. Right? So same thing you could do with area to... Volume, where the area is going to increase in squared fashion, and the volume is going to increase in cubed fashion, right? So that's why Galileo explained that you don't see animals that are a thousand times bigger than a dog. There's no such thing, because its uh, its bones would have to bear the weight of something that in- was increasing the weight. Of an animal increases in a cubed fashion, but the strength of the bones, which depends on the cross section of the bones, that increases in a squared fashion.
1: Is that why the biggest animals are (coughs) aquatic?
0: Yes, the water helps, the water helps, exactly. But that's why, if you look at a little grasshopper, he can jump 50 times his height. You look at a dog, it can jump about its own height. And you look at an elephant, and it can't jump at all. If an elephant did jump, it would break its legs. Right? Because the bones are just not strong enough to support all that weight. And from this comes a very interesting question that scientists have not solved to this day, is how in the world could there have been these creatures that they call dinosaurs that are... Literally you know hundreds of times bigger than than an elephant the gals law seems to make that impossible for not just the bones the bones is one example actually oxy- oxygenating their blood the blood pressure like basically any analysis you do it, 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 there, there's a reason why why creatures that big don't exist so how could they have
1: it, it's a big- as the internal systems not, not, not just the function of them but the actual mass of those
0: systems yeah, heat exchange becomes almost impossible etc a whole, a whole bunch of things right so the point is so what are we seeing in this why did I bring this up we were talking about the relationship between tsura and homer right when there is you have a tsura like a grasshopper you have a great tsura, mm. and you have a little bit of homer so tsura can do very well with that homer the, the, the the little, little critter is very active and very 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 functional, right? When you get to the size of a, All right. you get to the size of an elephant, you have so much Homer to deal with. The tsura is really uh, is going to be really challenged to manage to deal with this Homer. And if you get to the you know, to ten times as much of an elephant, then you're just simply not going to be able to, uh, to to deal with it.
1: Tsura is command.
0: It's definition, form, form definition, form. function.
1: Are you, why are we using sewer in this context? Sewer cannot control the elephant if it gets ten times bigger. it the
0: the function of the bones, etc., has to carry all that all that physicality. It can't. It can't. It can't do it. The, 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 it's gonna. is gonna break. The bones are gonna break, etc.
1: Remember yeah, the marrow toggles a lot. I think you're just forgetting the. The cookie cutter example, right? That's what I was asking on. Remind me? He wants the That One's the cookie cutter, one's the dough. Yeah. Right? That, that's how we're using the word here, the cookie cutter. So, I'm sorry, as, as the dough gets...
0: So if you want to <laughs> make a cookie that's a thousand times bigger than a standard cookie, right, so the fact that it's in the shape of a bird gets lost to compared to all the cookie that's inside of it. Like the crunchy part on the outside yeah. right like if you have like a make a small little little bird a uh, cookie in the shape of a bird a little tiny one so then that's there's a lot of form a lot of shape okay. and only a little bit of cookie okay. but if you make it a thousand times <laughs> bigger it's a whole lot of cookie and like it, it does happen to have a contour of that but no you never know right so the tsura begins to be lost compared to the homer. That's an analogy, right? So we're saying the same in function, that to be able to function when there's so much home air, it becomes increasingly cumbersome. That's, that's what Galileo's uh, cube law is. If you want to Google it, it's very interesting. You get some great articles about the issues with dinosaurs. And, of course, the answers are all over here in the Teresami. We do a special well, right.
1: what we're concluding is that there could not be such things probably there could not be such things as dinosaurs because phys- physical creatures like that cannot be sustained by it. what would have to be their internal
0: structures the well systems everything
1: uh, constant as a current mammal exists you're even a reptile,
0: reptile for that reptile. yeah yeah, as I was gonna say, it would be difficult to say that because we do we do find their skeletons. So it's hard to imagine that those skeletons were never covered with flesh right. and and, uh, and sinews. But uh, yeah, but, but but the point is going to be obviously that you're going to have to change majorly some some of the uh, ways in which this world works. In which case, once you start doing that, then all the other assumptions that they're making left, right, and center about c- the constancy of everything are going to have to change. So that's, that's basically where the Achilles heel of modern-day scientists trying to project backwards millions and millions of years breaks down because they're trying to keep everything constant, but clearly cannot be held constant
1: as evidenced by the fact that dinosaurs... That if
0: you keep things constant, then they could not have existed, and yet we find their bones. So it must be something he's got to give. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. It's not, not for now, yeah? But the point is, so that's what he's saying, that, that the so the sand, as opposed to, say, rocks, which, um, which have a lot of home air, and you know, each rock has a lot of home air to it, right? A, a grain of sand has a tiny bit of home air to it. So that is the Daku's that has to do with surah and not homer um, so then it's so non-physical it has so little physicality to it that it does not make noise that's what he's going to discuss further I believe if not here then we'll, we'll have to I mean, uh, uh, we'll have to discuss um, I think maybe in Natsahisrael where he discusses things making noise. So let's take a look. Asher Gashmis. This is fit for the Jewish people who are non physical. he was called So it is fit for us that our matters should be internal, hidden, non, in a non revealed state shekol dover share who bilti gashmi eino murgash It's a spiritual existence. It's something that is not perceived or felt. va uma uma sige Whereas physical things and the things that you know, help one to reach the physical things, those are all physical um, which means maybe the sound they make. Look at Yisrael, she yesh lahem mila hanivdelos mina geishim. Since we have this, we are supposed to be spiritual creatures. Ain rouish she yeh inyan inyanehem murgish ach binister. Rather, it should be in a hidden state. Lefikach ziv veidmenenu He buried him in the sand. This is to allude to the to, to sand, which is a very fine thing. it does not have the expansion of the dimensions that physical things murgish. That's why it's not heard or perceived. the. Perception of anything is the perception of its physicality. Uh, and he's, uh, so I was referring to the moral Netzach Yisrael. He says that that's why the Ace of the the Fourth Exile is compared to specifically Matechas metal because metal things are exactly the opposite they're, they're the clankiest, noisiest thing you could possibly if you drop a pot over here on the floor right, 100 feet away people are going to be hearing it, right? if, it drops, if you pour some sand on the floor even the person standing right next to you is not going to hear it now, let me finish the paragraph and we'll discuss it share geshmim domim lechol. that's why we're compared to sand Bagoli our matter should not be ex- uh, revealed V'lo Galu as the Shaheim Kemohol. Where it should be like sand, the Purush the borer, the old yeast buyer, the So he's gonna allude to this, we're gonna talk about uh the Achain when when um Moshe realizes that um no, what was their names? Doss and Doss and are going to tell on him, right? So it means that that's going to be the exact opposite of that. But what he's saying right now is that Moshe Rabbeinu burying him, burial is a situation of what of concealing your affairs. I Meaning Moshe Rabbeinu was concealing what he had done. It was being done on a hush hush in a secret way. So and and this is specifically in the sand, which is the quietest quietest thing you could do, meaning you literally, you can imagine like quicksand, right, is that you literally just throw this mystery over there and he just shh, that's it, there's no trace, it's gone, right that is which means Moshe Rabbeinu did it in a very secretive way because it's not something that's out in the world raw. you know, the, the publicity, the the hype, right? That's the opposite of the way the Kallahs will operate. claustral will operate in a sunua, hidden, internal way. Um, that's why there's an allusion to the to, to the to the sand over here. Obviously, we have the brachas that we're going to be like the sand of the seashore, right? So, besides the fact that it's going to be very, very numerous, of course, that's the poshup shot of the of the bracha, but besides that, there's an, there's a remes in that bracha to the fact that we're going to be dark, we're going to be very fine, we're going to be not caught up in the physical world, and rather operating the spiritual world. So, abstract things are, they don't have a a way to measure them, to grab onto them, person spends an extra hour hazarding the same totals that he learned before. And someone says to you, no. How many doubts did you learn this week? I, I didn't learn any doubts this week. I barely managed to get through five lines of right? What? What are, you, what are you doing with your time? Uh, I'm learning. Well, same thing I learned last week. Again. Right? So there's no... There's no dimensions to it. It's 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 uh, it exists in a place which is no place. I'm I'm trying to relate to something which you can't measure. You wanna you wanna weigh you know put it on a scale. You wanna weigh up what it is that I do. I can't I can't I can't give it to you. Right? It's dark. It's fine. It's something that's beyond dimensions and weight and size yeah so that's uh, that's what we're saying we're saying that Moshe Benu was accessing a power of spirituality he was holding a different place than where the Egyptians were that's the place from which he was operating right and he's saying that that's the place that's fit for colosteral we're going to see now the exact opposite of that doesn on aviram who are going to be doltorum or a deltorum, snitch, a snitch, a rat, right?
1: It's the root? Dela?
0: It's a it's a it's a Greek word. A Greek. So um, maybe a mal- malshinim, maybe in Hebrew there'll be malshinim, but Rashi is that word. That uh, Rashi, I think, is a tanchuma. The point is that what do they do? They take what Moshe Rabbeinu did and they go and they deliver that to Paro. They, they, ex- they, they express a secret to the outside that's the exact opposite of what we should be doing. Yeah. We live in a world that's a very difficult balance because if we try to be the way that we're supposed to be, which is internally completely internal people, then it's going to be so hard to fight the war against this world. You know, this world everything is about numbers and physical and accomplishment and uh, you know, which is why I think something like a, like a Dafyomi or something is very so 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 successful because people feel like, look, I managed to accomplish. I did you know three hundred sixty five blot this year. Right, that's that's uh, that's so. That's what people. Do, that's the world we live in. You have to you know, go by metrics and by numbers and by uh, you know what do you have under your belt, right? How many how many simonum did you learn? How many whatever it may be, right? But on the other hand, we all know that that's not what it's about, right? that's doesn't. There's nobody that's deluding himself that that's really what it's about. That's just a way to to talk to the Sahara to get you know, to get the Sahara on board. But we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that at the end of the day, the only thing that we're out for is the panemius, is the cold mama Daka the sounds of the voice inside of our hearts.
1: Are we saying that what... It's hard, I'm trying to figure out if there's a question here. It, it's hard to stem what we're saying with the massive accomplishments that are noticeable that the Jewish people have contributed to mankind from... Eons, millennia. I mean, we contributed. I guess. I guess our our contributions are are ruchani, obviously, which is we gave morality to, to civilization, and the Abrahamic religions that stem stem from us. But we also like became the greatest Hollywood producers, the greatest um, mathematicians, the greatest physicists, the Nobel Prize winners. All these things that are very. Out there, are we saying that those are like fallen? Those are like those are exceptions. It's because they're not advancements in Torah that we're not that they they, they are so public. It's, it is actually directly related to that. Because the more we pursue things that are not Torah, the more spectacular they are.
0: I mean, uh, you just to go back to the, the, you just made a little bit of a challenge between two different things, right? The Greeks maintained on us; they were very upset with us. They were saying like Ravaron Cutler's sister was saying that he's so brilliant he could have been uh, a top mathematician in the whole world and said what did he do he wasted his, his life away.
1: Ravaron oh, Cutler's sister said that? His older sister,
0: yeah. She no. did everything she could that she, to get him to leave yeshiva and to go to university to become a mathematician. The older of Slobodka used to hide her letters from him; that he shouldn't see her letters. I think I think he used to have one of the older Bokram do it actually.
1: Was I don't I don't know. It was arm color not from a religious family? He was okay. And her sister was his sister was
0: probably Kapschalis.
1: Probably, but, but, but that's it. Okay. it's mentioned in the Yeah, Rubiakwa's biography, the
0: archival biography, talks about this. Uh So, um, you know, the thing that, that's when I was the president of IPAC and MadPAC and all these pro-Israel organizations when I was in college, right? So we got the most Nobel Prize winners and uh, and look at Israel with all their, you know, high-tech... Um, you know the nasdaq companies and uh um, that is because the Jewish people are indeed imbued with, with tremendous kokos right and if they're not used for Torah, then they will be used for other things but the people- but the true gift that Jewish people gave to humanity is what yes. It's the Avram yeah with with a it's it 's a you know, Yaakov. It's it's Shvatim It's Moshe Rabbeinu. It's, it's the Rabbi Akiva, who lived a deeply internal life and you know didn't didn't do so many big things. The Greeks were very upset with us. You see, you got these brilliant people, and you're wasting your time away. You know, with 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 these things. We look at us. Look what we're doing. I, I've got. Pyth- Pythagoras over here. He came up with Pythagorean theorem. Thanks to him, now people can build buildings much better. And I've got uh, you know Euclid who came and developed the entire mathematics. I mean, uh, you, you think you Jewish people can compare it to the Greeks? They developed most of the modern day everything. And then the Romans built it all and developed it. I mean, mm, mm.
1: you could ask a little deeper though. You could say that so much of our so much of Yiddishkeit, Yiddishkeit is based on being far same things, being Kiddush Hashem, like it's not clear that it's exclusively Sanuwa, there is like or to the nation, I mean like there are concepts of being public. Absolutely,
0: listen, we're not talking about, we're not, we're not meditating we're not amongst, monks that, uh, uh, right, hundred percent. Based on what
1: the Maharal writes here, I was thinking to myself, it sounds like he's saying we should be ascetics. But I, and then, and then
0: uh, yeah so that's yeah, that's the so then you need to talk to Noah about what the Ramchal is writing and uh, you know that he must be also an aesthetic uh, because he's telling people to you know not be overly indulgent in the physicalities of this world etc the answer is of course we understand that it has to be poiled surah is meant to be a surah to Homer it has to be right it has to be poil in the world in the physical world but the question is where's the ichor where's the emphasis where, where does the heart lie right so if the, the Jewish people are not we are we are not missionaries running around you know trying to you know go into the bars and, and you know, to, 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 that's not what we are is we're supposed to be a living example of extraordinarily you know uplifted people and guide and um, inspire the others to follow in, in, in that pathway, right? And of course, we're supposed to be kind and, and giving to them and, and not, not block ourselves out, etc. And of course, there's room for using the physical world in the right way, right? But the push is against the people that feel that if you didn't make if you didn't make ten million dollars so then so then you're a loser right like well, what are you doing already you, you got your nine to five and then you got your two hours of learning a day that's like a that's a total loser you're not finishing shas, and, and you're not a big year so what are you then right the answer is I'm a person who lives with the blood Hashem I wake up in the morning I dab on that, I learn Almost, almost like I, I learn a serious Seder first, then, then then I daven with, with kavana, and I do my business with amuna, and I come back and I, I, I um, bring the Torah into my family, and then afterwards I uh, afterwards I go learn again. Right? And that's that's what uh, you have to you have to accomplish anything in this world. You have to you have to be a pnimiyus person. You have to be an internal person and live a rich internal life. And then from there, it'll obviously will come out and it will make an impact on everyone around you, right? We're not going around making noise and, like the like the Ms. Sharm says, right? It's, it's not about um, rolling around in ice and snow and, um, you know, doing extreme actions that draw attention to themselves. It's about being a genuine internal person.
1: Yeah? How do we stem this idea with the concept we have scarvanish? Or at least a uh, star, right? It's quantifiable. I mean, I am not sure what the conversion rate is, but there is there is a concept that the more panemius, the the more of what you're saying that we do, the more star we get.
0: Absolutely. Okay.
1: That it sounds like it's sort of like we're going into the realm of uh, quantifiable hard. No,
0: our mitzvah, al Malekah. This world ha- cannot r- cannot pay back the, the reward for a mitzvah exactly because of this reason, because the physical world, and the mitzvahs are, are deep internal connection to Hashem that can only be paid back in the next world.
1: But, but the, I mean, the, the degrees of that that next world payments. Yeah, and, and the more
0: pnimi it is, the more the, the closer you're going to be to Hashem. The more, like, sand you are, the more you're going to be connected to Hashem. Okay.
1: Grisham has a whole shear on sand. We should go look it up. It's on a... What's that? I think Grisham has a whole shear on sand. on sand. A whole sheer on sand. sand? A sheer sheer on, which on, sand. It on a parasha. It's on a parasha. Is this on lot? Lot's
0: quiet? No? Why, be, why, be why would we be lot? Lot's quiet, no? When she turned it sand? Or salt. No, it's a lot of sand. Also.
1: I'm not thinking of salt, I think,
0: I'm going to go find it God willing to so it Okay, so. great Please <laughs> No, it's
1: in my Chumash Oh yeah? I took pages of notes That's very hard When I was in Machadov, I, I, t- yeah. <laughs> I, to- I, I, I killed myself I took absolutely no notes When I was in Yeshiva Like none I was just like listening
0: Shouyuheskull Wrote out all of his notes He was like He took notes like You it's know Sheol like was like, like A, a like note taker And, the then, he, and then he typed it all up I think I think is uh, available. Yeah. You can ask. It's, it's,
1: it's, okay. it's different. It's different though because like it, those are his thoughts on paper. Okay. My, 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 like, no, my, I
0: think I think you should do your best to not write down those own thoughts, but to just literally more or less summarize what I, mean,
1: <laughs> I mean to say like that's that's your, your, your own notes are like okay. when, when you write them out, they like trigger points for your brain. Like true. When when child does true. True. like that's true. That's not going to be
0: okay. Here we go. Peric Yud Tess Vayetzib Yom Asheni. Vehi neishne Ivrim nitzovim zedason vaavira hem she amru davar zeh hem she hotziru min this past week's parsha hem she amru nosnorosh and they're the ones that said let us appoint over ourselves a new leader and go back to Mitzrayim so these were the bad people that. Basically, are kind of with us this whole time. I remember people asking, why did Hashem just kill them in, the, in Makkah's right? Like, Why are these guys... How do they
1: qualify to leave? What? How do they qualify themselves? You, and,
0: and also, realize how old they are. They were here already fighting. When Moshe Rabbeinu is still a young man in, in the Paras' house. Then he runs away. He sees Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu is 81 years old. Right? And they're still with him. Right with, with this past week's parsha with that's the month. It's unbelievable these guys.
1: Wasn't the qualification to die during Magos if you didn't have a moon to leave, you would have right, right. So they clearly had a Munah to leave. They left.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. So uh, just
1: because you're a Russia doesn't mean. You and don't have yet, Muna. and
0: yet, they're trying to sabotage the Jewish people's Amun and Hashem with the Mon, right? That they're trying to make it that they're trying to sneak and put Mon out on Shabbos so that people should think that the prophecy Moshe gave didn't didn't come about. And indeed there was one that fell in shabba. So missed, missed what?
1: Missed missed them in the Choshek. No no no, 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 no I, d- I to think, leave. I think are you saying Do you What that guy comes to show every week no, and I argues mean, with no, the rabbi. But he comes to show every week to argue with the rabbi. You know what? he's still part of the he's still part of the team. He's not yeah. left behind. The she moves down the road, he's gonna come and move down the road with them. <laughs> and argue with the rabbi <laughs>
0: Exactly hey, from a it's let Let's, see, let's, see, let's, see, let's okay. see, It is definitely a Hewn, but we're saying it's that? it's always affable in like a little like, I'm sure you are people I like I that. The Ki Haya how I think Maral is trying to try to figure out where did Hazal get it from that this was the same man they kept doing these really terrible things. That every terrible thing that's done, oh, that's doesn't have ever say that? No. Oh, this doesn't have Yeah. Somebody, somebody dropped uh, uh, a tray of eggs you know, all over the floor. Doesn't of course, right? Who else is going to be? <laughs> Don't
1: they have a mitzvah for this? Are they just learning this out? No, oh my God,
0: man! Do you believe he just asked that question? You just took this entire save that you learning, you just threw it in a bin. Not
1: every—I assume not everything is just learned out from Chazal.
0: There's also a Musora for it, right? Okay. If Chazal say Musora Gemora or Musora that this is how it is, then yes, that's true. It happens like a few times that I have seen that that we have a oral tradition, that this is what it was. But if it doesn't say it, then that is not where it's coming from. And that's why there's this large safer with hundreds of pages of explanation, right? Right. Which is what he's working on to try to teach you the process, how Hazal extracted this seemingly, you know, very detailed information from the Torah, which doesn't contain it. And it was... Not through Masorah, but okay, fair enough, but not all the Torah, not all
1: the knowledge we have that's not written, not, not torah Shavik Sav, not all that Torah that we have, not that is completely exegesis, right there's a lot of like the laws of Baslaf were also given orally, right you're right so there's a whole
0: bunch of them. messages a whole bunch of them Sinai great. Right, so and, so and th- the Torah. But if the Gemara ever wants to say it, it will. Right, if, if the Gemara says mm-hmm. it's a halacha lemosh Right, and it is, so. But but, but, if, but if the Gemara doesn't say that, that means it's not.
1: And the Gemara starts after the critical mass of oral law is established. Then there's the yes. argument on the margins over here. Okay, so I'll, my, my question is. Doesn't have your We're not in that critical. The, the, the knowledge that doesn't have your own. Were these problems? Primary troublemakers in each of these instances was not in the critical mass. We go. Okay.
0: Are we saying over here that this was oral tradition that we have? No, evidently not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So, Maral, telling us where they got it from. In this Midrash, Hazal w- were medaic in the Psukim. Ki Eich haya how could such a thing be, The two Jews, should cause such a big thing, Two how could it be that two random Jews, should cause such a big thing, you're telling me that the was about to come, and two random Joe Almoni, yeah, Manage to thwart the whole thing and get the savior get a get a death warrant on the savior and and, and that he has to flee. How can such a thing be? <speaking in Hebrew> it can't be that they, they just did this and then that's it. We, we don't hear from them. I mean, it must be that these are big people. If they managed to exile the savior. It must be that they are—they they can't just be two plain old guys. These must be um, the, you know, the antagonists. These must be the you know arch rishoyim of the world, right? Because otherwise, if you can tell me it was just two random guys that were in a bad mood that day and they ran over—that—that that, there's no way the hashgacha. That the, the Hashem supervises the Jewish people with would allow for such a thing to happen. It must be that there's a big time power that's being represented over here being expressed that they can stand up against Moshe. Shemaise Shalonase Rakpam Achas Mikrehu. If it were to be that they did one really bad thing one time, there would be a happenstance, and a happenstance should not have the power to do such a thing. Shalem Hakasuv, Hain Kol Eile Yipol, Kale Pamim Shalosh, Im Gibor, Im Giber, Klemar Daver, Shehubu Pam Achas, Hubu Mikra. So we're saying that Hashem does these things with with a person multiple times and three times. with a, So that's that means that there's a pattern. Mean that means that there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a spiritual reason why this is happening but if someone something happened to him once so it could be it was just a coincidence now obviously we don't believe in genuine coincidences but it means that it's something that you may not ever be able to explain the person says how come I stubbed my toe but there's got to be a reason yeah There is a reason on some level, but even in Olam HaBor, we may never find out what that reason is. Hashem has a reason, but not all those reasons are revealed to us. But if the guy keeps stumping his toe, you know, like every couple days, then 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 Hashem's trying to say something to you. Right? Perhaps you should consider you know something be 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 fashion be if you stop if you're stumping your toe every couple days.
1: Could be be more careful.
0: If you are somehow more reckless than every other person around uh, with your feet specifically, then yes. But assuming that you are taking basic human precautions and yet your toe is already like you don't have like a single toe that doesn't you know, that doesn't have a hematoma on it, then, then probably something is going on, right? But if it happened once, then we have no idea. We, 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 we can't establish a pattern. We don't, then it could be micro. There's no particular spiritual greatness to. There's no, no level that it's something that is just a happenstance. The Eif Shalomar Lomar. So therefore, being that this was such a great matter, you can't possibly tell me that this was a coincidence that Moshe Rabbeinu, the savior of Klausrael, was exiled from Egypt as a result of this. Because ultimately this was part of the... an important part of the story of the salvation. Is, eh? Because of this Moshe Rabbeinu fled uh, to Egypt. Venos Abbas and he married the daughter of Yisro. Venigalolo Hashkina and Hashem revealed himself to him. How can it be that this whole thing this was such an important event this was a divi- dif- defining event in Moshe Rabbeinu's life it can't be that this was just a coincidence. There's nothing so great in the whole world as the salvation of the Jewish people. So we're going to pick up next week, Be'z Hashem, with Ulefikach.